What's up, guys? Welcome to How Things Go Viral. You got Bryce Jurgy here. Skylar Brunner. And we are so excited to introduce to you. We're talking to some creators today. This is uh, Todd and Joe Robbins. With Kuma Films. Yeah. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of them, but Kuma Films, how would you sum them up? Um, they put together some, you know, short, really cool uh, videos of people doing amazing tricks. Or- amazing stuff. We're talking like people with America's Got Talent, Britain's Got Talent, that level of quality. But they find them like... In the randomest places. <laughs> yeah. All over the world. Yeah, they travel to, to find all these people. So. Their cinematography is amazing, so we're excited to bring them on. They have, let's see here, they got almost 600,000 subscribers and millions and millions of views on their channel. These guys have learned a lot and they've uh, contributed a lot to this space, so we're going to bring them on here. Hello? Hey, we got Todd? Yeah, what's up, dude? And Joe. What's going on, man? Hey, is Joe with you right now? Yep, Joe's right here. Yo. Sweet. Hey guys, you are live How's with Scott going? and I. Ooh. How's it going? <laughs> Good. So we just prepped all of our viewers. We told them about your amazing channel with uh, coming up on 600,000 subs and how many over 27 videos with 1 million views. That's amazing. Is there more we're missing there? What's that? I've never really <laughs> counted them, but that sounds great. <laughs> And I guess, I guess to be fair, these are just the videos that are on your channel, but your content's been like reposted all over the globe as well from various platforms. So it's hard to really gauge how many views your content has really hit, which is very impressive. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, we don't, yeah, we don't know. Facebook, yeah, they taking all the time. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. So, okay, we uh, again for those who um, most of you have probably heard of these guys and seen their content. Um, check out. Kuma Films on YouTube, K-U-M-A. We're going to be talking about a few of their videos today and just how those videos took off, how they went viral, and and all that. But before we begin, do you guys just, Todd, Joe, do you want to just explain what's your channel about? What do you guys do? Yeah, we we told them a little bit of what we thought it was, but I think it would be better if they heard it from you guys. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, cool. Yeah, Honestly, sometimes I struggle, too, to pinpoint it because we're kind of like, kind of all over the place with the types of stuff we feature, but I think in a nutshell, it's just kind of like we're travel cinematographers who make cinematic short films based on, like, people with unique talents and hobbies, I guess, to break it down Ooh. simply would be. That's good. You know, that was smooth. You... Yeah, I like that. Yeah. If that makes sense. That would you say, basically, Joe? That sounds good to me. Though. Okay, yeah, well, we'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. How long has how long has your channel been going for? You know, how old is it? I think we're up to like really doing YouTube seriously, like three, almost four years now. Yeah, almost four years. Coming up onto four years. That's impressive. I love yeah, your guys' content. It's so great. Same. I I honestly think since like when viral videos started to happen, and people were featuring videos all over, you guys were there during that time period. So. <laughs> We're we're excited to pick your brains from just your experience. Um, maybe some gems will pop up that our listeners can can pull away from and apply to any of their content that they're doing. But I guess um, what was your very first video? I mean, we looking at your page. If if our listeners tune in and you go to Kuma Films page, your top viewed videos you got the epic pen spinning, which is insane. The Bruce Lee of bartending, world's greatest flair bartender. Like that title alone is intriguing. Um, you got chopstick piano and all these kind of videos, but I want to ask, what was your very first video 
that you would say went viral that you guys got excited about when it started to take off? Um, this doesn't happen very often, but honestly, it was our very first video we made was the Taiwan Can't Stop Taiwan Free Running was the very first video we made and posted, and that was our first one that kind of like it's not like I guess what people would say viral, viral, but a trended first day. Like we posted it not expecting anything because it was a brand new channel and we weren't really trying to do YouTube. It was just like, long story short, we made this parkour video and we created this channel to hide it from my parents because I was injured. They didn't want me to do parkour <laughs> anymore. <laughs> so we created Zuma as a one-off channel just to post the video so they didn't see it. And the next morning we woke up and it had like 100,000, 150,000 views. Like In one day. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was the first one. Like, oh, wow, that was unexpected. Let's do more parkour videos. And I injured myself. <laughs> and I got hurt. We couldn't film parkour anymore. So Joe started basically branching out into the type of content that we're filming now because he just wanted to keep filming while I was injured. And that's kind of how yeah. it started. And, like, videos Joe was filming, put them up online, and those started trending as well. Like, wow, I think we have something. So let's just keep rolling with this type of content and see where it takes us. That's awesome. But it, was, so yeah. if, but it was that first one that gave us our start, or our first initial boost of viewers and subs as well. How many uh, subs did you get from that? It gave us like 5,000, 10,000. Like not, it wasn't like huge, huge, but enough like, wow, that was like, you know, we weren't expecting it, so that definitely lit a fire. No, no. There's, I mean, I know we have listeners that have been creating content for years, and um I think multiple very talented people, and it can take a long time to even get to 10,000 subs. So video one, <laughs> yeah, overnight, that's amazing. It, it, sounds, it sounds like it went above your expectations, right? Um, oh, yeah. What, what, what would you guys say, like, was kind of the secret behind it? You know, what contributed to helping it go, go viral? Yeah. You know, what happened there? Okay, so, like, a little backstory of, like, why we created it. So Joe and I both graduated from... BYU in Mandarin Chinese, not even in film. Film is just something we do for fun. Parkour is something I do for fun. Um, so we were in Taiwan, and it was just literally like there's a university across the street. Um, we had some new equipment we wanted to film and practice with. And I think, you know, a lot of it, you know, we kind of feature, our, you know, our, our goal was to just learn how to create beautiful images. That's why we started. And I think a lot of factors was YouTube was relatively fresh in Taiwan, I think it was only, what, two, three years old, Joe? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it wasn't like it is in the States. And parkour as well is relatively a new thing. So there hadn't been very mm -hmm. many, I guess, relatively well-produced parkour videos, especially in Taiwan. So when we posted it, like, it just kind of picked up. No one had really, I guess at the time, seen anything quite to that production standards. And I think that was a big especially part. Especially within of the parkour world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, especially around that area. So I think that was kind of like a big catalyst to why it picked up there. And then with the algorithm and stuff like the, the way when it's trending, then it started going everywhere else, kind of. But it started gaining momentum in Taiwan. And purely, I think, it was just kind of the novelty of it. There hadn't right. been much That's of awesome. So there, there's, a, there's maybe a lesson we could pull there, novelty in the content. So this like was that. like this is four this is like four almost five years ago. We're watching it right, We're now. Watching it right <laughs> now. And you guys have some pretty sick slow mo shots right at the beginning. Um, I think I think there might have been something there with the slow mo trend as well. Um, also novelty, the, yeah. Yeah, the novelty aspect of it. 
which I think, you know, because that was like the slow-mo guys and some of those other channels, like, you know, that have gone viral just for the, the sake of slow motion, right? Um, yeah. And, but. Well well played on this one. Yeah, this is really cool. Yeah. And another thing I think also, is really, like you're saying, it's like the slow-mo is like right off the bat, it grabs people, we're hoping, you know, that's kind of like our goal with every video we film. Like you have about five or ten seconds to catch someone's attention, especially online, before they just click off. So with all of our videos, especially this one, you know, like we just try to like right off the bat, hopefully catch people. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of the initial moves with this first speedrunning video hopefully did that. And that might be another reason behind it. Well, it did. I, I mean, right when we started playing it, I forgot, like I, obviously I'm still talking to you here, but <laughs> I was totally taken yeah. in by the video. Yeah. So. We had a moment. We were like, wait, what's he saying? <laughs> no. Um, you're, well, you're talking, you were talking a little bit about the editing there. Like, talk a little about how much editing plays in, like, pacing and editing for, like, your stories. Like, how much does that play? You said it's kind of a big deal up front. Talk a little bit about, you know, how you guys plan that out when you're editing something. Is there, like, a formula or some kind of pattern or, like, structure that you guys have that for your content? Um, I don't know. I guess just what Todd said. I just try to get their attention really fast. So just keep the intro, like, to a minimum, not, like, don't drag it out. So we just try to draw the person in. So that's, yeah. that's what our goal is when we make these videos. Hit them hard first and really try to catch them. So while we're filming, we're always trying to, like, if we can have it planned out, you know, that's best. But a lot of times, like, we're just meeting these performers for the first time that day and kind of planning mm-hmm. things out on the fly. So as we're filming, we're always, like, looking for, like, what is that, you know, that combo or what's this guy's performance? Like, what's going to, you know what in his performance is going to really captivate people enough to watch the whole video. So when we find that, we usually try to build the intro around that first initial move to catch people. You know, like, all right, this is, like, you know, while I'm like, oh, this is one. This will be a good intro. Let's, let's save this for the beginning. And then we build our intros from there. But a lot of time going into it, we don't know what we're going to do yet sometimes. But while we're filming, we're always consciously keeping an eye out for, like, what is going to be that, you know, eye-opening, catching, opening, I guess, introduction <laughs> Yeah, and I looking at all of your videos, um, the integrity that you guys keep is awesome. Your thumbnail and title really is exactly what the video is. But yeah, it, I love it's, that. so th- that builds trust that whenever I see a thumbnail and title, which by the way, um, I guess talk to us about that. Do you have? Do you plan out your thumbnails beforehand and your titles? Do you, like you said, you your first few seconds, you make sure that that really brings in the viewer. How much emphasis do you put on your thumbnails and titles? Um, <laughs> like, we make sure, like, during the shoot to set time aside just to take that thumbnail photo because it's just, that's what you that's what you look at first, so you have to make it look good. Yeah. So, if you, I mean, if you're lucky, you can grab a screenshot, but, you know, we've done, we've had shoots where we didn't do that, like, crap. <laughs> you know, you're like, I have, I have a good thumbnail. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, we always make a conscious effort to, you know, make sure we take time during the production to actually shoot a thumbnail that we feel will grab the audience. And sometimes if we can, you know, and you guys know this, we talk about it all the time, but, you know, you basically, a lot of times you film around your title. You know, you create a title and sometimes you film, your film is based around that title idea. And it's a captivating title as well. Yeah, and a lot of our strategies too, like we don't always like all of our titles, you know, they're, some are, we always try to borderline clickbait versus, like, a good descriptive title. But I guess, like, our strategy behind our titles is always, like, let's 
especially like you talked about it first, like now this algorithm's changed, but when we first started YouTube, it was all about like that viral video. That was every time we shot a video, it was with that intention. So when we shared it, like every time we filmed a video, we'd take the next day to just blast it to like every website, blog that we felt it was applicable that would share it. So to make their job easier, we'd always just try to make our titles descriptive to the point to where like they wouldn't have to think of how to title it or how to describe it to their fan base. They could just post it if they wanted and the title would already do their job for them, hopefully. That's awesome, too. That's smart. That is really smart. So you have the end in mind as far as, okay, let's create this so that it gets planted in other places to gain even a further reach. Exactly, yeah. And we knew if they planted, a lot of editors sometimes get lazy, and they don't even write, like, <laughs> you know, they don't even write <laughs> a description about it. Some people just post it on their website, you know, so, like, what you title is what their viewers or their audience is going to see, and sometimes, if, you know, they don't do the effort to, make it intriguing or give themselves a good, you know, descriptive title, then they don't do it. And our viewers, our views will hurt from that. So we try to do their job for them. Just assume that they're not going to, and we title it the way we think the editor would or should do it. That's awesome. I had another question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's up? <laughs> which, uh, which platform would you say, what are a few websites that have helped contribute the most to gaining traction to your videos outside of YouTube? Uh, a uh, couple, or I guess when we first started, it would probably be all the bigger blogs like Nine Gag, Kotaku, Wimp, Wimp, Reddit, Reddit. You can get on the front page there. Yeah, a lot of those ones. Cheese like Phil dot com, Phil Army, Cheeseburger. Yeah. Like kind of like those, you know, those viral video websites that kind of just like, what's the word? Curate viral videos and stuff. Those yeah. Those kind of like are those big and ones. And it seems like, like back in the day, you're like, oh, it's on, it's on Nine Gag or Wimp. Like, dude, it's gonna do okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's true. But would you say it's changed now? That's trying to oh, yeah, change definitely. a little bit now. Yeah, I How? think the era of viral videos, like viral viral videos, no offense, is like, you know, like and it'll still happen, but it's kind of dead or dying a little bit. Like, you know, the the era of like 50 million to 100 million viral like views and viral videos don't happen as often as they used to. It's, so it's true, not so much on YouTube at least. Yeah, yeah. Like Facebook is saturated. Is that, but how many of those views are legit? <laughs> yeah, right. There's that that discussion as well. It's true. Yeah, so like you so, can there, but not on YouTube like they used to, for sure. Yeah, the algorithms are definitely changed. The it's the uh, platform is saturated. I mean, there's a lot of competition now, but I think it's mm-hmm. still possible. Um, you definitely, know, definitely. Yeah. And it, and it gets even trickier now. That's that's one goal of our podcast is. Hopefully people can learn from this that because it's so saturated now that, I mean, we might have people who are seeing your videos and like, oh, that's how they filmed it. So now we're going to film ours the exact same way. The saturation of content happens, but there's still ways to create content people want to share and it goes viral. And um, So this is awesome to talk about. Yeah. So we're looking at some of your con- some of your most popular videos here on YouTube. Um I'm just curious, like, which video of all time has been your most favorite video uh, that you guys have filmed? <laughs> I guess we'll each, we'll each pick our hearts. <laughs> that's, that's hard. It's, I like them all. Like, which is your which is your favorite? Um, so the funnest one for me is probably, uh, it's like the guy that does trips with bubbles. I, I didn't know what he was going to do when we first went into it, but, like, when I watched his performance, it, it blew my mind, and it was probably the most interesting to me to see someone do that. 
<laughs> it's the bubble uh, artist, amazing bubble skills will blow you away. Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And then I think that's like, awesome. That's a good have, editor title too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple. I think one of the most fun I think we've had on like on a shoot was the spin top snipers. Like that one was just like mind blowing. That's with that a bunch of like, old guys throwing spinners, right? Spin tops. Yeah, like tops basically. Yeah, like old wooden tops. They were like that was like one like where I was Whoa. just like in awe the whole time. Yeah, we just clicked on this one. We're we're looking at that thumbnail. It's like a bowling league almost, but for spinning tops. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Joe. Dude, there's a, like a bunch of old retired Chinese guys who get together on the weekend and just hang out and do that. Like they're not even like they don't compete or anything. They just for, do it for fun. It's like then and then there was we did one called the Real Lord of the Rings. Like that one, I think we took the most time. Like you know that was like we had everything planned out, every location ready. Like that was the most effort I think we put in. To one of our videos. So like that's I think the one with the, that's the one with the, the rings, the gymnast, right? With the ring. Yeah, yeah, he has like a giant. The street metal, performer. Yeah, the giant. Yeah. Metal, I think, Real Lord of the Rings or something. <laughs> you know what? Something. Think, as we're watching these, like, oh, sorry, go ahead, Todd. Oh, I was just say those two in my mind are the ones that stand out, but I love them all. Everyone's so amazing and unique. It's really hard to pick a favorite, but in terms of like sticking out right now, those two would be the one I would. <laughs> well that's awesome guys i like we could honestly sit here and talk about each video because everyone has something unique one thing i love is that um doesn't matter what language i speak all these videos are visually like yeah super interesting and pull me in and i already like i'm seeing a lot of these and i already want to talk about it with someone or share it so that's the strong quality your, of them your visual storytelling and and your shot composition is amazing the way you guys tell these stories i'm just looking at i mean you just find a lot of creative ways to to shoot uh this stuff and it's beautiful it's actually gorgeous so thank you yeah so what's next what's what's in the future of kuma films uh just more content more frequently and trying to cater to YouTube's algorithm. We're actually kind of in a, not a rebuilding, but just because, like, the type of content we do, the way that YouTube's changed doesn't always favor, you know, channels like ours now. So we're going to continue, mm -hmm. obviously, filming the stuff we do, but probably at a greater frequency and then trying to figure out new concepts or series of videos that might still keep the integrity of what we do, but cater towards that more consistent uploads and longer form content that YouTube's looking for right now. That's smart. It's, it's good that you're there and willing to adjust. It, you guys are capable too. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, and and I think progress. especially with the, <laughs> yeah, with the Facebook, with Facebook coming out stronger, trying to push videos, I think you can keep your content going that, cause right away you guys are experts at capturing attention in the first two seconds. And so, yeah, you guys are good at the hook. Yeah, I'd be interested to see how that continues to grow for you guys. Um, and uh, I want to encourage our listeners to check to check out Kuma Films on Facebook and YouTube. But I, uh, I guess before we head out, um, and Skyler, if you have a question coming up too, but where if someone wants to work with you guys or if they have a talent they think you could showcase or they just have any questions, how can they best get in touch with you? Um, they can just email us, uh, kumamedia at gmail.com, and just, I don't know, send us links or just videos of what people do and we can get a little idea of it. Yeah. Or hit us up on Facebook or 
Instagram, we're just Kuma Films there. We're relatively, try to answer, uh, try to respond as often as we can for as many people as we can. <laughs> <laughs> when you're that big, it, it can take a while. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Any <laughs> other no, questions? Yeah, tell them, yeah, hit us up. They have anything interesting. We're always on the lookout, so. Cool. Open invitation. No, I think I'm good. <laughs> awesome. Well, <laughs> keep it up, guys. We saw we saw you jumping on a trend with your fidget spinner video. That was rad. Yeah, um, we're going to keep looking out for your content, and everyone else should as well. Go um, check them out. Kuma Films, YouTube, Facebook. Yeah. And uh, thanks again for tuning in with us, Todd and Joe. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you. It was fun. Yeah. All right. Talk we'll see you later. later. See ya. All right. I think All right. All right, guys, so that wraps up our talk with Todd and Joe. So to sum up a few of the many gems, one thing that really stuck out to me was creating novelty, something that sticks out and is new. Mm -hmm. And for me, um, I think the hook and then also, uh, you know, keeping the end in mind. So basically uh, shooting with the end goal in mind. So they were talking, uh, Todd was talking about, um, you know, thumbnails and titles. Well, number one, the hook making sure you visually capture first few people in in the first few seconds. But then the thumbnails and titles uh, for art, for journalists, uh, make it easy for them to write about you. You know, uh, make your thumbnail and make your titles self-explanatory. So if they don't want to write about you, they can just share the video and it makes sense. Um, I think that's a huge, huge, um, that's true. you know, thing that they implemented in their videos, I think that helped out a lot. That's true. And you know, he brought up a good point where he said the heavy hit websites like Cheeseburger, 9gag, Wimp.com, those were huge platforms in in the past. And it's funny, past was, I mean, we're talking just a year, three like, years ago. Yeah, a year or two ago. Um, and it's changed now, that's for sure. But the principle's still there that, like Skyler's saying, if you create something that an editor would just repost or share people then take that to the dinner conversation. Yeah, make it easy for them, you know? Make it easy for them to want to talk about you. Yeah, give someone a conversation to talk with someone else about with your content, and then it will grow. Mm -hmm. Like that. Thanks, Todd and Joe. Uh, we appreciate chatting with you guys. Again, check them out at Kuma Films, K-U-M-A. Uh, we've got some more um, uh, influencers uh, lined up for future podcasts, so you guys stay tuned. Uh, we're going to have some more coming to you. Um, pretty soon, so uh, stay on it's the sure. look. Yeah, Keep and tweet, it, tweet us as well uh, at Bryce Jurgi or at Skylar Bruner um, with your questions or call in with thoughts or questions you have from any of these podcasts. We'd love to, to hear your thoughts. We'd love to talk to you. All right, guys. See you next time. See ya.